you gave me allergies. She gave me frozen fake Newton. Having allergies with these long ass eyelashes doesn't help me. Ever since I met you, I guess, I realized that I'm meant for more. So what do we got on, on deck today? What do we, have, what do we got? What do we on deck do? today, you know, I asked, I wanted to reach out to just people and allow you guys to run the podcast because we don't do anything. So there's nothing, yeah. <laughs> there's nothing special in our life uh, to really talk about too much. We have super exciting lives. Super exciting. You know, I mean, especially like when you can't really go out and do anything unless you're masked up and I don't want to be masked up. I want to breathe. So, um, true with, I mean, the only thing exciting is with your brother coming to town. Yeah. Having Jay around is nice. Love visiting with him and yeah, it was fun. Getting to spend time with him and seeing him, you know, I only get him maybe twice a year from Lucky. So mm-hmm. getting good food every night and you know just getting to chill and have no worries about anything. It feels like summer vacation. Yeah, I mean, and he's also someone I love talking to. Yeah, you guys can talk forever. Uh, we could. I mean, we could talk forever and we agree with a lot of things. And also, if we disagree on something, we know how to disagree. And that's the problem you see a lot is when people talk and they start to argue. Yeah. And it's just like nobody knows how to disagree with anything because they think their point's right. And My favorite thing to do when people disagree with me is say, okay. I uh, learned yeah. that from you. Because you do it to me all the time. Okay. Well, I learned it from my dad. He used to say, just say okay. So now I do it sarcastically. Yeah, you do that to me and it gets me so frustrated. So now it's just, I realize that's the best way to just make someone pissed off and shut up. Just say, Mm -hmm. okay. Pretty much. When someone gets on my nerve, okay. Okay. So we got in a lot of questions from you guys on Instagram and... We're going to go through those. I think a lot of them are relationship ones. Aw. Uh, As if so, we don't talk about that enough. Let's go. Well, I mean, that's the biggest thing that people probably look at us for. I know. It's true. I hate to brag, but like people look up to our relationship. You know what I mean? Do they? Mm-hmm. I don't know why. Because they <laughs> think that we're ideal. <sighs> we have their version of the American dream. I mean, I guess. I mean, just like any relationship, it's been work. You know, it's I mean, easy. It comes easy. I gotta be honest with you. I was thinking about this the other day. We were in the car, and I was like, you know, I don't know why this popped in my head. We've always said we never had that honeymoon phase. Mm-hmm. Because life hit us head on. Right. I don't think that's necessarily true now. When I look at it, yeah. our life is hard. But our relationship is easy. Yeah. We have been in a honeymoon phase probably since we met. Since the whole time, right. We have never not had so much fun together. And, you know, we passed our seven-year itch. That's a thing. Mm -hmm. Um, And that was really just nothing, you know? Well, I think what you said, just said, makes a lot of sense is like, our life is hard, but our relationship is easy. Yeah. I mean, yeah. this is the easiest thing in my life is talking to you. Right. Being with you. I mean, shit, I cried when you went to work. Like, that's sad. I know. Remind me of like a little kindergartner that didn't want to go to school. <laughs> that's how I felt. I was, like, I was so sad. I was just like, don't go. Don't go to work. Yeah. I enjoyed having you around and I realized I hate being alone. I was literally sitting on my phone on the couch twiddling my thumbs yeah i played games on my phone till i ran out of lives that's stupid they shouldn't do that you should be able to just get unlimited lives that's unrelated and i was looking at ziva and ziva was sleeping and i was like this is my life i have nothing going on and that was after i cleaned so i was like i already did everything i would do right and i meal prepped i didn't know what to do it was sad. I was like a kindergartner. When you came in the door, I was like, You're home. You're home. Thank God. Know, it takes forever. And then you got home and, and you went straight to bed. To mention, if nobody knows, like the reason I was out is because, you know, my job has a uh, COVID protocol and uh, I guess I had a symptom. And even though I tested negative, I had to stay home for two weeks. So <laughs> it was a good two week vacation. It was nice. I miss it already. 
I know. It was. I really. I think I really needed it. I think God knew, like, hey, I'm gonna give this dude a break. Yeah. You know what I mean? And he really set me up. So it was perfect timing for Jason to be here. Yeah, it was so, good timing. Yeah, couldn't lots have happened family, any more perfect. Lots of family time. Mm-hmm. Got to get see me go play baseball in a high school yeah. game. That wouldn't happen on a Sunday. Right. Um, so it was nice. You got a lot of time and. You know, you did your work in here, and I worked, and then that evenings we got to and we go hung out. hang out and relax, and it was just nice having you there, I yeah, guess. Yeah, and we had a date night one night. We did. A very expensive one, but yeah. it was worth well, that's it what supposed all to be. the same. I mean, they don't have to be expensive, but it was nice. I bought you an expensive meal. You did. Yeah. It took you forever to order it, because you couldn't decide what you wanted, but... I think it was both of us. No, I was on... I was... You know what? You're right. I was torn, yeah. on, the, I was torn on dessert. Right. You're right, you're right. But it was nice having a date night. We got a nice expensive meal with dessert and we watched a movie, something we had never seen before Mm -hmm. and neither of us had seen, which never happens. Right. Because it's either- Because I see all of them. You've seen all of them or it's something random that I'm like, oh, I like this. Let's just watch Mm -hmm. it. And you're like, okay, fine. But this was something different. It was nice. I enjoyed that. Having a date night just like in the middle of the week. Having a, we, were, we celebrated a Wednesday. It was nice. I don't get that. So. Right. Yeah, good times. Yeah. But that's about it. It's pretty much all that's <laughs> happened with our lives. Yeah, so uh, first question. What are some of your favorite childhood memories? My favorite childhood memories, hands down, being with my friends in my neighborhood. And then as I got a little bit older, it was my friends from school. It was like... Sasha, Gina, Maddie. Um, it was having Laura and Tommy and Sean. And we had, you know, we had Melissa up the street and we had random neighbors, you know, in and out. We used to play bank and we would have like open houses and then scary, like, what are we, uh, haunted houses. Sorry, mm-hmm. I almost said scary houses. Like, it was weird. We would build like forts and stuff in my parents' basement, and the neighbors would actually, like, Todd and Tracy and stuff, and Laura's parents, everybody would come over and they'd walk through our haunted house and they'd come check out our new, like, you know, we did fashion shows. We did so much stuff and like, and then playing hide and seek and playing jailbreak and playing. Oh my gosh, wiffle ball tournaments and home run derby and all that stuff. That was our whole life, like especially in the summer. But every day after school, without fail, from my, let's see, how old was Laura? So let's say maybe first grade, she was old enough to start coming outside, play. From first grade through me being a senior in high school, and actually even through a little bit of college, I guess. Yeah. Through college, every day after school, Laura came over. We did our homework or we played or whatever. And that was my constant. So that's my favorite is just being with her and spending that time. You know, we just, we had so much fun. So many inside jokes and stories from back then is ridiculous. We had a blast. So what age do you think that all changed? Like that kind of settled down? Oh, gosh. When I met you. (laughs) That late? I mean, in all honesty, I really didn't have, um, I'm trying to think, like, Laura and I spent a lot of time together even when you and I were engaged, so that didn't really change much. Um, We stopped probably playing outside and stuff once the majority of us were in high school. Laura was the only one that was behind. Because she was younger than us. So I guess high school changed a lot of things because you get older friends, you know, friends your age, I guess, yeah. that want to do different things and you don't want to bring your, as Laura says, I used to duck under the under the windowsill so she couldn't see me from across the street. Still, still my worst, um, my worst quality was hiding from her, but she um she was on it. She was like a spy. She would just watch and wait through the curtains. And she'd be like, "Oh, I used to do the same thing." She's home. 
And I was, and there were times I would just hide because, you know, I had certain friends that just didn't want to hang out with her. And you know what? People told us our whole lives that we would grow up. We would grow up and grow apart. Mm-hmm. We don't see each other all the time, but I still talk to her almost daily. Yeah. If not every other day or at least weekly. Mm-hmm. So all those people are liars because I know if I need her, she's right there. So, um, but I really don't know when all that stuff settles down. I think it settles down for everyone when you're in high school. You start doing different things. People who play sports, right. they're occupied after school. Mm-hmm. And they're with their teammates and they're not really at home hanging out with those people. They're going to the mall because that's cooler. Yeah. Or, you know, all of you people who start dating, you know, right away in high school, you're with whoever you're dating. And it's like, I didn't really have that issue. I didn't mm-hmm. date young, but... Still, I just think it changes pretty much in high school. It starts fading away. Yeah, I think so too. And then after high school, definitely, I think that's when it starts to end. Oh, yeah, because some, well, not for everyone. You know, I see a lot of people, mostly from your school, who mm-hmm. still spend all of their time together. All of them are friends. Like, yeah, I mean, but they, I think because they were um, good school friends and they were friends outside of school. You know what I mean? Like, for me, same thing with me. You know, in my neighborhood, that was the crew, you know, like we talk about someone waiting for someone to be there. Like since Dario was only there on the weekends, we (laughs) would sit and wait until Dario was there. You know what I mean? Like, and then go to his door. Can Dario come out? Yeah. You know what I mean? And then we go chill in the garage, you know? And then sometimes, um, some of the kids would like wait outside our garage for us to open it. And then we just chill in there and just talk. And I don't know. It was just like the best time. It really... It was so chill. Like, you don't need money. You didn't need a car. I know. We only needed money if we walked to the... We walked to Shell a lot because Shell's right there. Yeah, We used to cut through the back parking lot and stuff, but we had ride scooters and rollerblade and bike in the back parking lot around the medical center because there's like this hidden walkway, which I've wanted to, as an adult, go back and find again. Mm -hmm. There's this hidden walkway that's like a wicked ramp used to scare the crap out of me on bikes, but on a scooter, I was fine. I was like, okay, I'll ride this. But it was like this sick, huge ramp all because the building's actually on that giant hill. Mm -hmm. And so we would go back behind there. And then there was a lot of fence climbing and hiding in people's yards. And, you know, Tommy's even had their little boys only hide out that Laura, they changed regularly. And Laura and I would be forever stalking people's backyards to try and find out which trees or bushes they built their little hideout in it became like a mission every time they had a new one we knew because they would disappear right and we were like oh we're gonna find it right like it was detective time why can't we go and then like when chris and jason my brothers would come up in the summer for five six weeks every summer they would it was boys time like jason asked when he was here this week, he wanted to know why I didn't play. And I was like, you guys didn't let us play. Laura played occasionally because she played softball when she was younger. So she was more of a tomboy than I was. And every time I played, I got made fun of. So I didn't want to play. And then they decided girls shouldn't play. So I was always left out. Although the way I was raking them balls, I'm just saying, I probably should have been able to play. I mean, you saw me in that home run derby. I almost won this week. I mean, I'm just saying. I almost won. I almost won. I mean, I almost won. Somehow Lucas won. Somehow, but I almost won, so it doesn't matter. I beat Nico. That's all that matters. Yeah, that's all that matters. <laughs> that's all that matters. That's all I, I be- wanted to do, too. I beat Nico, yeah. so, I mean. But, yeah, I don't know. I mean, that was kind of like our thing. We all waited for people to be home. And you want to talk about the patience was waiting for Chris and Jay to come up in the summer. Yeah. It was like, what date? Like, we waited, and we waited for that, because when summer started, we knew, like, it's about to get real when Chris and Jay come. Like, it's more fun with my family. It usually meant vacation. Mm -hmm. It usually meant so much stuff was going to happen. But for our friend group, like that core group in the neighborhood, it meant summer was about to really kick off. Like, we're about to have lots of fun, like, with the pool and everything, different games, like, all-nighters, sleepovers all the time camping out and stuff in the backyard or on the porch, mainly on the porch. We we bougie camped. We didn't like yeah. we didn't do the grass thing. It was like 
I'll sleep on carpet, you know what I mean? But still, that was our, like, I don't know. And then it, it stopped as we got older, you know? And then when I started dating you, I kind of fell off on hanging out with a lot of friends because, you know, whatever. Yeah, it happens. And then as a little bit later, we started hanging out with, like, couple friends. Mm-hmm. And then now I find myself back with, like, Sasha, who's been there since third grade. Yeah, we went through a, a minute where we didn't talk, but, like, came back closer than ever. So it's like you get those people back at some point in your life, even if you lose yeah. them for a little while. And I think, you know, even though if that person's not there, you don't talk to them all the time. You know what I mean? For, like, example, like Dario. You know what I'm saying? Like, we're still cool, even though I don't talk to him all the time because he's grinding, I'm grinding. Like, we're trying to do our own things. Yeah. But if we got together, it'd be, like, the same. Well, I feel like it'd be the same way, like, you and Dave. Like, oh, oh yeah. You, I mean, he sends you, like, he sent me money for you for your birthday, and I'm like, when's the last time you talked to Dave? But it's like, you don't have to yeah, see you him have and those talk friends. to him all the time. Right. Those friends are just, like, there. Right. You have those friends, like, that you talk to, like, you don't even talk to. And then out of nowhere, you know what I mean? It'll, you'll, you'll hit each other up or something, and it's it's just like nothing ever changed. And that's yeah. how you know you're real friends. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like people have these like best friends like growing up and stuff, and then all of a sudden they just fall off with each other, and you can't reach out to that person for nothing or anything like that. But yeah, for us, I mean, <laughs> we did like the craziest stuff. Yeah. You know, we did all the jackass stuff. Then we, me and my brother started to get into uh, making videos. So we were making videos and I tried to do videos for Dario because he wanted to get sponsored for skating and stuff like that. And we would take trips to go different places. Like we went to Boomers in uh, Pennsylvania to skate. And then we went to FDR to go to skate. And we saw Bam Margera and all these different things, you know. And um, a lot of it revolves around skating. Mm-hmm. But I wasn't very good. Um, we did the jackass stuff in the back parking lot, but we made the boys do it. And I asked for a video oh, yeah. camera when I was older, when the you know big, big John, you mm-hmm. know what I'm talking about. Yeah. And I had that, and we did make videos. We made music videos a lot yeah. and stuff like that. But I just filled a tape, and I like I wasn't, I didn't have like your dad would have mm-hmm. like stuff to edit and make it cool and yeah, put yeah. online type thing. We just had the tape, and we would just play it later for laughs like yeah. haha look what we did and watching it years later was even funnier like if i could find those and get them like digitized so mm-hmm. that i could go watch them again there are some videos that sasha and i would probably die laughing for hours watching because i remember we did a um oh god one of those fashion shows was back in the day what not to wear yeah. I don't know if you ever heard of that show, but yeah. it was like they would come in and they would tell the person like, basically, I thought that was a very rude show. Like, side note, just saying someone nominates that person and says oh, they need to update. <laughs> they need to update their wardrobe because they're yeah, a hardworking you, mom and they deserve this. But and you that see and the this. way they dress, though. I know. And it it's was, always yeah, it was, was always bad. bad. Right. So Sasha really and I bad. would put on some like hideous outfit. And then we would take turns playing the person that was going to come in and dress them. And then we would, you know, it was like, oh, they come out of the closet and they're like, bam, look at me now. And like do our hair and stuff. And it was just, it was fun. We did stuff like that. And then me and Laura and Leanna did a pool float fashion show where we also did a Destiny's Child video. So every time the song Survivor Mm -hmm. comes up on any of our radio playlists, Pandora, me, Sean, and Laura will still send a text screenshot. Because yeah. we remember the exact day that that happened and mm-hmm. everything about it. And like the random neighbor that Laura used to visit every day. <laughs> she used to go visit this old lady. She was like a grandmom to her, I guess. <laughs> she was like, this woman would give her cookies and stuff. She would go over and say hi. She'd visit and then she'd give Laura cookies. Yeah. So Laura took me over one time. <laughs> And she gave me frozen fake Newtons. Ew. And I threw them away in the gutter because I was like, I don't want this. She gave me frozen fake Newtons. Laura was so appalled by the fact that I would throw away Mary's cookies. She's like, how could you do that? I was like, because they're frozen fake Newtons. I don't want that. Like, I want, she always sent you over with like the good chocolate chip cookies. You'd be coming out 
snackings and I visited Mary today. And the rest of us would all be sitting outside like, why does she get to visit Mary? You know what's crazy? That just made me think of something. Like my next door neighbor was like this single woman. And um, I can't remember how old I was. But uh, I remember she would like let me in her house and would like give me like a strawberry shortcake uh, ice cream. And I don't remember what we did in the house. How old was this But woman? I don't even remember. Like, oh, she was older. Okay. Like, I don't know how old she was then. Um, probably my mom's age. Mm. Yeah. I'm like, what did I do in there? Like, you know what I mean? I know nothing like that happened, but it just seemed weird. It's just like... Well, this lady was old, old. But that was also back in the day, like in the 90s, we don't live like we do now. Oh, yeah. In the 90s... I wouldn't go visit my neighbors now, and I'm a grown adult. Right. And you would never think twice about it. But the thing is, what depresses me is my parents still have that. Minus one neighbor, you know, because my dad talked a little shit on him. Now I probably hates him. Right. (laughs) But they still have that with all their neighbors. They know all of them. Mm -hmm. Like, Because they grew up together, right? Yes. And that's the thing. I grew up in that environment. Mm -hmm. And now it's like, hey, to my neighbor. Like, I don't. I don't really have that. I grew up the same way. I miss that neighborhood. Like, I love that my parents can still have all the neighbors over and celebrate. Like, they all did Cinco de Mayo together. It's Mm -hmm. like, that's crazy to me. But, you know, the kids didn't just grow up together. They did. They've spent as many years together as I've been alive. Well, don't you think it made it easier because they had kids? Because their kids played the other people's kids? You know what I'm saying? Todd and Tracy don't have kids. Yeah, that's true too. And they were still, you know, always invited over and stuff. And yeah. I think the pool's a good like social breaker, but right. definitely Nan and Bubs, they knew my parents before mm-hmm. I was born. Yeah. But um I think definitely having the kids socialize more makes the parents come around for birthday parties, things like that. Right. And, and then Laura, and the relationships that you guys had as right. kids. Yeah. Because we were and that we, brings we the parents family. closer together. Because it was the same with mine, like my parents were close to, well, not my dad, but my mom <laughs> was close to like our neighbors that had kids and like neighbors across the street that had kids and stuff like that because we were close with the kids, you know what I mean? Um, and we were the same way. All of our neighbors knew each other. They didn't really do stuff because my family was not really like that. Yeah. And that's where I get it from. Like, I just don't care yeah, no. to know my neighbors. I'll break because that someday. It depends who I really want to know. If I if someone I get along with, you know what I'm saying? Like I would have gotten along with that dude if he wouldn't ask so weird to use my sled. Yeah, that was weird. He came up to me weird, saying like you wanna play or something. What? Yeah, you wanna come play in my gym. Didn't he say play in my basement or something? No. No, he said said I have no, he said I have a home gym. But he said something when he pulled up. And he said, You wanna come play sometime? And I'm like Talking about like he can he home play or something. I was like, What? I was like, what are you talking about, man? Like, I don't know you. I don't know your sense of humor. I don't know your sarcasm. Everything was fine up until that comment. Like, if he didn't say play, it might have been all right. Like, we should get up and work out sometime. Yeah, that's all you got to say. That might have been a little better. He said said it weird. He said it weird. So I was like, uh, dude, no. I was like, I'm good, man. Well, it's like now. I'm all set on friends. When you're this age, like. You have like your friends that you want to hang out with, yeah. and then you're not really worried about the neighbors. Yeah, I think when we have kids, it'll be a little different because right. I'll be looking for neighbors that my kids can, you know, socialize with. Well, and also, I'll you want to know, right? And if our kids are friends with their kids, that's their what kids, I want. you want to know who the parents are, so yeah. that's how you get to, you know what I mean? Yeah, be like, oh, this dude's a dick i'm hoping that my I hope kids, my friend i hope my kid's not friends with his kid you i know hope I mean? my kids don't have friends that completely suck oh i'm sure they will or that their parents don't suck i'm sure they will yeah this is what it is i didn't i mean well i didn't have any sucky friends my parents liked all of my friends and my friends yeah. all loved coming over my parents house like they didn't care yeah i think my, for the most part i think my my um my parents like my friends. Um, I think Dario was the closest to us. Yeah. Because, you know, um, he also played at the Boys and Girls Club with my brother and sister. Uh, we went to Newcastle together. Then he ended up going to Red Lion. You know, the bad thing is having your neighborhood friend go to the same school as you. Yeah. Because then he's telling stories. He, yeah, he knew too much. Yeah. So he, t- he said something that had people calling me something totally... 
You know what I was I was like, dude, you can't tell no one that. I was an awful person for a little while. And if she hears this, I hope she understands. Sasha always listens, so she'll know. <laughs> um, Leanna. She was one of my best friends at home. But I was very popular in school, and she had a different group of friends. Oh, man. And it was just something where I just, you know, we would yeah. sit together on the bus and stuff, but, like, it wasn't the same at right. school as it was at home. But we always went to the same school until high school. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was just very different for me. Whoa there. It was yeah, very was different great. for me to see her at school, and, and people thought she was weird and blah, blah. Yeah, And I was kind of like... Oh, my friends don't like her. Like, you know what I mean? It wasn't like I could invite her to be a part of everything. As we got older, like, she was at my 21st birthday party. She was at my 30th party. Like, she's been around. She hangs out with my mom. Like, she's over the house and stuff. And, like, we're cool. I would pick her up after work when I could drive, bring her and Ryan home from the bus stop when she would get her son from the bus stop. Like, you know, nothing changed. And she knows how it was back then. But her friends didn't get along with my friends either. We didn't have that. We weren't in the same classes. But I do feel bad that I never, like, took an extra step. Or I mean, maybe there wasn't anything I could have done. Right. But it's just, like, we did not run in the same circles at school. Yeah. But as soon as we got home, it was like, okay, is it playtime yet? Like, let's go outside. Like, we were ready to do whatever. So it just kind of sucks that, you know, but... I think one of the advantages to my neighborhood friends, none of us went to the same school. Yeah, yeah. Like, I went to one school, they went to others, and it was like, okay. Because you get away from that school stuff and be like, okay, I got friends that really know me. Right. You get home and you're like, okay, these are my... These are my good friends. Like, yeah. these are the friends that I, I roll with, like, mm-hmm. 24-7. Like, right. it did suck that you would go to school on Monday. Like, well, what'd you do? And it's like, well, we did, blah, blah, blah. Oh. Yeah. It's like, they have no idea what that is. Like, right. they don't know how exciting it was that, you know, I rode my skateboard and, like, I, you know. Yeah. It's, like me, my, it's, it's like me, my, it's like me, Jophilus and Dario would talk about stuff at Red Line and everyone else was like, oh. Yeah. Cool. You know, because they didn't do that. But I think... And for me, I was kind of, I was kind of like that towards Sami. Yeah. Because when I was a senior, he was in sixth grade. Right. He was and so when, much younger. You know, and he, I think, I really think he looked up to me, you know, um, in the neighborhood. And so when he came to Red Line, I was just like, I was trying to think like, um, is this going to like bother me? You know, do I really, do I want to acknowledge him? You know what I mean? But I ended up doing it, you know, um, as a senior, you get to, it's kind of like uh, mentoring, like a, yeah, you have a buddy, you get a buddy. Yeah. So you get a sixth grader and I made sure I got Sami, and I think that just made him the happiest dude in the world, you know, cause he used to tell people like, Oh Ben, that's my boy. Blah, blah, blah. Remember the stuff, first right? time I met Sami? Oh, oh yeah. When I, I thought, thought you were getting was, jumped in the mall. I thought someone was trying to fight. God. Yeah. This kid came out of nowhere and I was like, ah, yeah. and I stopped I like, oh. and you were like, Sammy. And you, I was like, oh, he knows him. Okay. I was like, cause he was, yeah. with, he was like, like with a crowd of his boys and right. he just came running and he like jumped up to you. And I was like, I know I was about to have flashback, <laughs> but, um, but the only thing he did bug me with was with girls. <laughs> Cause every time I was like, like you know how, like I'll sit on the lock, lean on the lockers, like talk to the girls or whatever, and he would always appear. (laughs) I'm like, dude, why do you always know when this hat is happening? You know what I mean? Uh, That's I think that's the only thing that bugged me um, was with the girls, and then the girls that I was talking to would go and talk to him about me. I was like, oh, that sucks. That's the best way to get information. Yeah, and that was the worst. Mm. I think that's when I got the most mad at him was because of that. But everything else... I think I would I wouldn't ignore him or anything. See, Laura and I didn't have that trouble because I, number one, wasn't bringing guys home. But I was bringing girls home. And there was nothing that bugged me more than Tommy or Steven liking one of my friends. Yeah. Oh my God, it would drive me nuts. I didn't want to hear about it. I didn't want to know. I didn't want to care. Mm -hmm. I was like, no. Well, she likes sports. I like sports. Why you got to do this? She's my friend. She came here to see me. Well, no. Then then it started changing. And then you're like, really? 
there had to be boys here. It's like when my friends started liking my sister. Yeah. I was like, come on, man. Like, why? I don't see it. She's disgusting. <laughs> She's gorgeous, though. That's why. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> but anyway. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah, we both had pretty good childhoods. Yeah, I definitely did. Some of my favorite memories, for sure. Yeah, I think your your environment definitely um, it shapes influence you. that influences that because people that kids don't don't have that, and you just grow up just with your family. It's not the same. Yeah, and you look at like today's society, you don't really see kids out playing with their neighbors. I've seen it more yeah. recently in our neighborhood. We have a few like little cliques of kids, right? Not a lot, but. Um, I would say, like, if you look at, like, Nico and Lucas, mm-hmm. they don't have they don't that have opportunity. That, yeah. Penny tried to make friends with a family, and then COVID happened. Oh, uh, yeah. And she was like, I can't ask this kid to come over and play basketball with Nico and Lucas now because nobody's, I don't know what their views are on yeah. socializing or whatever. So it's like, she's like, I've gone almost two years now without having to ask this kid to come yeah, over. Right. And she joined her uh, neighborhood, what is that, like the... Neighborhood Watch? Not Neighborhood Watch. What's the neighborhood community? community? Whatever that is. Yeah, that thing. Homeowners Association. Group? Yes, Association. Homeowners Association. She joined that, and Ugh. now she hates it. <laughs> she keeps trying to get out that. of meetings. I told her it was a dumb idea, but she wanted to meet her neighbor. She doesn't know any of them. And they're, the houses are not that far apart. Yeah, I wouldn't want to know my neighbors. I would like to know that it's nice to know when you know someone is watching out for you especially someone like me who's home alone a lot that's true it's nice to know that Anne's always watching our goes, house or it goes the other way you know you see up across the street from my parents yeah you know what i mean we knew her growing up my whole life you know she set us up with a bunch of um her son's skateboarding stuff because now he's a pro skater and uh we used to be in her house we used to hang out with her family and hang out with her son and did all that kind of stuff and now she's just an old, angry woman. Yeah. And she put like no parking. She got no parking signs and stuff in my parents' yard because she doesn't know how to drive. <laughs> so, I mean, you could go that way too. And she can just ruin that use, those years of friendship and just screw it all up. But I guess she don't care about that. So, here's what it is. I don't know. I think I said that saying like 5,000 times already. You do say that a lot. But it's true though. Like people can say how much they hate it. But it really is what it is. But it is what it is because you look at the situation at hand and you can't make any more of it. You you know, you can't make anything from it. It's just that situation. That's what it is. So let's deal with it. Let's handle it. Be done with it. People ask me all the time, like, how are you feeling? And I always say, every day is a day. Every day is a day. Because that's what what you're supposed to do. Because that's what it is for me. I'm like, I don't. Every day is different. Every yeah. day is a day. I, you know, I, exactly. how, how's it been going? Every day is a day. The same thing is, it is what it is. Cause that's just how it, that's how it is. Yeah. All right. So here's a couple questions about us. Mm. Um, what's your biggest accomplishment as a couple and as individuals? As a couple, I'd say it was finally getting our house. Yeah. Cause that took a lot of Blood, sweat, and tears, and yeah. money. And while this is not my forever home, I'm grateful for it. It was a blessing in disguise. It came at a weird time. Mm-hmm. It came right before the wedding. Right. And it's in my parents' neighborhood. We had no idea we were going to need someone to be that close to me. Yeah. Um. It was exactly what I wanted. A house set up like my parents. Yeah. Small enough to, you know, for two people, big mm-hmm. enough to have a guest if we want. Right. Or to have a small child, but that's about it. Yeah. And it had a basement and it had a yard for a dog. Mm-hmm. And that was what we wanted. I mean, we looked everywhere. I feel like right. we looked at a lot of houses. Yeah. I mean, I couldn't, it couldn't have been more perfect. And this was a, I didn't even want to go looking that day. Yeah. Remember, I had an EEG on my head. Right, and I was a work. I was wrapped in gauze, and I had wires everywhere, and I was carrying that fanny pack, mm-hmm. looking like the Unabomber, and Michael called me, and he's like, 
there's a house. It's in your parents' neighborhood. Do you want to go see it? I can come pick you up. And I was like, well, crap. I was like, mom, dad, you want to go look at a house? Cause it's but also, how many people get a realtor like that? I know. They say, I'll come pick you up. I know. And I was driving then, but I couldn't, I couldn't drive with that thing on my head, I guess. Because I was driving then, wasn't I? No. Because you stopped on your own. But I was already living here when we stopped. I was already living here when that happened. No, I don't know that. Yeah. I was already living here when I stopped driving. Because remember the notice came and I was standing right outside this door. When I cried. Right, you but you said, already stopped a couple months you said, before that. You already stopped own. driving. And I said, I know, but now this just makes real. it for real. Yeah. Like I can't. I literally can't. But no, I don't know. As a as a couple, I think that's our biggest accomplishment was getting through all the stuff we were getting through and finally getting our house. Yeah. It's either that or just every day getting through what I deal with. Like mm-hmm. it's every time that you pick me up and you save my life, basically. It's every time you've helped me in that situation that's a big accomplishment right there yeah making it through but i'd say health wise health set aside definitely our house is our biggest what about as an individual i don't think i've ever accomplished anything that's made me super super proud of myself to say like yeah i did that i don't think i've gotten there yet i don't think there's anything i've ever done that's made me like yeah i did that I don't look back. Yeah, yeah, I feel even the same my, way. Even my college degrees are still sitting in their envelopes on the floor of our closet. Yeah. I'm not. You know, my mom asked me last night, she's like, do you even have a degree? I was like, yeah, it's in an envelope in the bottom of the closet. <laughs> I didn't think you had that. You need your master's. I was like, no, I don't. For what? <laughs> Ain't nobody going to pay me more for having a master's. And nobody's going to loan me any more money to get one. So right. it'd be pointless. I was like, yeah, no. Because she said it makes her kids. She makes... She feels dumb. No. Yeah. She feels bad thinking her kids are dumb because her sister's kid just got her doctorate. Who cares? That don't mean you're smart. I know. That's that what means I you said. do a lot of schoolwork. You just spend you're good a at lot dur- of time. You're good school. at doing schoolwork. Yep. That's what it is. Penny's probably the smartest person I know besides Jason. Her and Jason are the smartest people I know. I think what makes you smart is like Jason. I think when you know a lot about a lot of things, and when and you can you hold a conversation your, with anyone, he can literally, anything. he could talk to anyone. He could talk to a finance person. Yep. He can talk to um, an engineer. Yep. He could talk to a chef. He can talk to someone that works out because he, he knows his stuff about exercise and health and food and nutrition and stuff. You know what I mean? He could literally hold a conversation with probably anyone you said in front of him. And I think that's what makes you smart. Yeah. Because you know a lot about a lot of things. I wish I was you know? like that. <laughs> Just because you're good at doing homework and you get a degree and you get some letters behind your name, you know what I'm saying? It's just like people that get their personal training certification online. Okay, you took the test. Cool. You passed the test. That doesn't make you a good trainer. And I had to learn that too. Even though I went to school for it, um, that, that really showed me all those years, you know, going into it at any time, I thought I was good. But then things just kept hitting me and I'm just like, what do I, am I good at this? You know, but now I do things completely like opposite than what I used to do. Even the way I work out myself. You know, I completely retrain the way I squat, all these kind of things. No, you, you were always good at it and you are good at it. You just didn't. I think I'm a lot better now. I'm more knowledgeable. Well, yeah, you're more knowledgeable. But when you first, when anybody first gets into anything, they're not that good. Right. It's just not. That's why doctors have to go through residencies I think, I think, and all that. I think stuff. what made me um, seem a lot better than what I was was my passion. Yeah. You know, I think a lot of times in certain aspects of things, I think passion um, overtakes intelligence. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because you could be smart about something. But, but not be passionate about no it. one's gonna listen to you talk about it unless you're passionate about it. You know what I mean? But uh, you know, for me, I really don't feel I feel the same way. Um, 
I'm really glad that I found stuff I'm passionate about. Because my dad, my dad told me like, he was like, man, like we used to pray all the time that you would just care about something. Like, I don't care what it was, just something. Yeah. You know, and now I've been through bodybuilding. I've been through being a trainer. And now I'm having fun doing this with you. And I'm having fun um, trying to learn business on the fly. Yeah. And stuff like that. And yeah, it's not where we want it right now. No. I get it. I don't have a but, passion for anything, so but I it's can't also, relate. I, I listen to so many people that are successful now. But and we look at them and be like, oh wow, that's how much money they make. That's what they're doing right now. But you don't hear about their come up. You don't hear that it took them to the age of forty or fifty to get to where they are. You know, they weren't they weren't popular until they were old. You know, but they've been doing it for twenty years. It's stuff like that. It's just about starting something and just doing it. Yeah. You know, and this is something I'm glad I started. Because this is stuff I know. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I think that gives me an edge over over um, other people. It's because I can do this myself. Yeah. All of it. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, other people might have more listens or more views or whatever. But things take time until something clicks. Yeah. I hope it clicks. And things just aren't seen. I know. You know what I mean? But right now, it's not about, and I told you, going into this, I didn't care about any of that. Yeah. You know how many people I've talked to and I've learned stuff about because I've talked to those people? Yeah. And I never would have thought, remember we were talking about, I was scared to have a guest because I started out not having guests on. Yeah. You did not want people there. Remember? And I was just like, oh, I'm scared to talk to someone else. And now I'm just randomly talking to random people. You're reaching that out I don't to even literally know. anyone. Yeah. Because you can learn something from someone, even though they feel like they have nothing to give. They don't know at that moment what I need. You know what I mean? They, they could give me something that I need and not even know it. True. You know what I mean? So that's the one thing. That's what I love talking about this. And like, it's kind of what I hate when people say, um, oh, why do you want to talk to me? I don't, I'm not doing anything interesting or I don't do any, you know what I mean? Then I wouldn't have asked you. Right. There's something in you that I want to know about. So that's why I asked you, you know? Yeah. But, um, what's your worst fear as a couple? That and as individual. They all like someone else and you'll leave me. You're, that's dumb. That's, that's my worst fear. You want to know my worst fear? That's my worst fear. Okay. There's a quote by Lady Gaga that I used to swear by. Okay. And it said, if you're wondering whether to chase your dreams or chase a man, remember that your dreams won't wake up one day and tell you they don't love you. Mm-hmm. That's a fact of life. People change and move on all the time yeah it happens Mm -hmm. that's why they say relationships are work you can't just stop doing the little things and caring and Mm -hmm. all that so undoubtedly my my biggest fear would of course be that you one day woke up and i mean look at jade look what happened to her we don't know what happened there i know but but i already had that moment Oh, you say that, but we were just dating. We were barely into it. I mean, we were only almost three years in, and you did that. I, I know, like- but I could have left you then, and because I, I told myself, okay, do I really want to be with her? If I, if so, I'm going to marry her. Well, that's the thing. If I did it now, it's because you did something to me. You say that. But no, you, I'm guarantee you. You don't always know. Like people change okay. and things could happen. And okay. So I'm just telling you. So you're comparing, you're saying I'm the same as other people. Everyone. I disagree. Everyone. I disagree. I think I'm totally different than other people. I agree or I wouldn't be with you. Right. But if you're asking my biggest fear, that would be it. 
Or, know, I'm just saying it's dumb. Or, okay, you want to skip that one. That's the unrealistic fear. Mine is that something happens to you and I can't, I can't help. Yeah. Like if you got sick mm-hmm. or I needed to get to you and I can't drive to get to you. Right. Like that's probably my biggest fear. I can't help you. Yeah. I fear the day that. That's more understandable than the other one. Okay, fine. We'll go with yeah. unrealistic is that you decide you don't love me anymore. Like yeah, a that's unrealistic. You leave. That's dumb. Realistic is that something happens and I can't be there for you. I can't yeah. do like another one. I hate saying this, but God forbid, like you lose someone close to you. Yeah. I already know that I feel like I need to move out for a while <laughs> because I feel like you won't want me anywhere near you. There will be holes in our walls. You won't want my support where I'm going to need it when that day comes for me. No, I think I need it. I wouldn't want you to move out and go somewhere else. I don't know. You know what I mean? I don't know what I would do either. That's And that's a fear of mine is like that day when it comes because yeah. it will how you're going to handle it and how I'm going to be able to help or not help. Right. And that's the worst part because you spent a long time and I won't ever let this go. You spent a long time running from problems and going to grandmoms. Yeah. You, when I was younger. Yeah. You would just, instead of talking to me, the person that you're supposed to spend your life with, you'd go talk to your mom or grandma. And I understand that as a comfort for you, but I don't talk to anybody else about you unless it's Penny. Right. And that was a comfort for me. I don't do that anymore. You have to be able to talk to me about everything. Right. And that's what I learned is just like, I learned also the stuff I was saying was kind of forming, um, that was like allowing them to form an opinion that wasn't fair to you Yeah. because they just heard the stuff I was saying. Which they I didn't, didn't get to even, know the real you. I didn't you know what even I'm know I was that bad. Like I'm still trying to figure out what you even said. I don't. I mean, honestly, I don't even know. Like, what did I do? But again, you, like you said, people change, and that's how I changed. Like I stopped doing that. Yeah, I'm grateful because it used to bug me. Right. I was like, you're supposed to spend your life with me. I understand your grandparents and your parents have been there your whole life. Yeah. But I would never talk to my parents about you ever. But also you had a different relationship with your parents than I did with mine or my grandparents. And I also, well, I don't have any grandparents, but I wouldn't talk to anybody about you. The only person I ever talked to is Penny. She's like my go-to and occasionally Becca, but it's never anything that you don't get to hear from me later or beforehand. Right. Like I always try and say it to you. Yeah. Otherwise I should keep it to myself. I just don't say it to anybody. I just keep it all inside. Let it bubble and then let it disappear yeah i mean i haven't complained about you in a long time i don't even i'm really glad to hear that yeah <laughs> i haven't complained no, I, don't... I what did i complain about you recently oh it was something stupid what did i say about I think... me holding my wiener when i pee <laughs> <laughs> no it might have been about showering or something no uh, i know what it was it's it was your, it was your half a food and <laughs> Oh, is that what it was? <laughs> it grew in darker on this side than it did right here. So it, it looked yeah, like yeah. right here was there. And then and I was just staring at you across the table. And I was like, yeah. and you made fun of me or something. I was like, okay, half a Fu Manchu. And I was like, you said it's fully grown. And I was like, mm-hmm. <laughs> but you never looked in a mirror. Like, that's the dump seed look. We're laughing already. Like, hold my hand. Let's have a moment. Well, I don't I don't take that stuff serious. I don't either. We don't take our lives seriously. Yeah. We don't take this like I don't know, we just don't. Like I never I would never in a million years say that stuff to you like seriously. No. The only thing you ever tell me seriously is to do something about whatever you're complaining about. Right. Like just do it. Right. You always tell me shut up and just do it. I'm like, yes, sir. Yeah, I mean, and it's more a mental thing than it is an actual, like, physical thing. Because, you know, I know, understand, physically it's not easy to do. Yeah. To just do it. You know, it has to be mental. And you have to get in a place where you're just really like, all right, let's just go. You know, it's like me with trying to go down and work out. It's like I'm telling myself, myself things all up in my head, but then... 
today, all I did was just drink my pre-workout and I walked downstairs. You worked out a little bit. I no, I did. No, I did work out. Oh, you're saying yeah. like all you did was just drink the workout, pre-workout, go downstairs, do it. Right. I wasn't talking to myself. Like I wasn't giving myself excuses. Yeah. You know, I just walked down there and did it. I didn't finish I didn't it the way I wanted. I didn't give myself excuses either. I gave myself five raspberries so that my stomach wouldn't. I just grabbed a handful of raspberries and yeah. threw them in my mouth and I went downstairs. There you go. And I was like, I'm going to walk and then I'm going to go back upstairs. Right. And start my day. Right. Sometimes if you think too much about it, you end up holding yourself down from it. Yeah. But, um. What's your biggest fear? From for me? Yeah. Going to jail. No, as a couple. <laughs> oh. Jesus. <laughs> um, I already know you're afraid of going to jail. Biggest fear as a couple, like, for our relationship. I don't really have one. You're not afraid of anything? For us? Yeah. I think I would be afraid of nothing happening for us oh. while we work so hard. Oh, God. Yeah. I, I think that would be my that. biggest fear. You know what I mean? Because we have such big plans. Yeah. We both have big plans. We got big dreams. And uh, if nothing ever came of that, which I doubt would happen, but if nothing ever came of that, I think that would be my biggest fear. Yeah. I'd say if we're stuck in this house for the rest of our lives. I would cry. I would not be okay. I'll be like, what am I even doing in my life? Yeah. I'm already questioning it, so it's fine. No, sometimes you got to go with the flow and, you know, and then, um, God shows you what he wants for you. I know. And that's really your biggest thing is just trust him and have faith in him that he's, you know, taking you down the right path that he wants you to. You know, and that's something I always pray for, for us, you know, is that, you know, he just takes us down the right path and if we go off of it i'm just like just get us back on it you know what i mean i know i I, see this is the thing i felt i felt different my whole life i felt like i've always been um meant for something bigger i'm not meant to just settle at a nine to five job and just relax or whatever and just go to work and come home to my family i never thought i was meant for that yeah. I always thought I was meant for more. I just don't know what that is. That's the scary part for me. You know? Hey, I'll, you can hang on my coattail. I'll I'll take you with me. That's what I'm, well, I yeah. have I have to. I don't really have anything. I don't have a passion in life. I know I don't enjoy being right. mediocre. And right. That's what I am. And there's things in life that you'll learn from for what you're going through now that'll happen to you in the future. Growing up, I thought the nine to five was the option. Now that I'm in it, no. Right. This is not how I pictured my life or wanted it to be. Or this is not the end all be all. COVID was a blessing. Working from home is something I've always wanted. And I asked for it and God gave it to me in a strange way. Yeah. But here I am and I'm happy and I'm productive, it's not the work I would necessarily be doing, but I'm I'm good at it, and I'm going to keep doing it for as long as this is what is planned for me. And you got to think, too, the stuff that you do now, you can take over. Like, maybe I need some of that stuff for my business or something, and you know how to do it. I don't know how to do that stuff. Yeah, I know. Tax season was a real bummer this year. Yeah. <laughs> So it's those kind of things. Then that's why I say you should, you know, really be diligent at your job because this could be something that you do in the future for something that you're passionate about. Yeah. Or, it's, or if it's something, not that you're doing full time, but it's something that you at least know how to do. Yeah. You know, so that's why I tell people, like, even if you're at a job that you hate, still try and be as best you can at it because you don't never know when you're going to use that. Well, I know. I try and be the best I can be no matter what because I hate failing. Right. I I suck, I'm a, but I hate failing, so that's something I don't want to do. Yeah. And so that's just kind of, oh, excuse me, I'm sorry. Um, I don't know, I just know that ever since I met you, I guess, I realized that I'm meant for more. And yeah. I think as I've gotten older, 
I've realized that, you know, people think that I just want a vacation in Disney and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. That's not reality for me. If I could make a living being there, doing that, Mm -hmm. seeing everything and just being there, it's not just because I'm on vacation that I'm happy. It's the place. It's Mm -hmm. the the company. It's the... Everything about it just makes me so happy. So if I was passionate about anything, it's Disney. Yeah. And how I can get there and mm-hmm. be there forever. Right. That's what I want. Yeah. Maybe you'll get a job within their company or something. Yeah, it'd be fantastic. I can't lie and say that I haven't looked. Yeah. Because. No problem with that. I also tried to get into All Ears Net, but that they don't hire on their website. So. Well, we're moving to Florida one day, so... Maybe a job will appear somewhere. Oh, it's going to have to because, you know, because like it, it has to. But um, next one, where do you see yourself in 10 years? Florida. 10 years or less. I've set that goal. Yeah. I know God has his timeline already. Right. But it's okay to still have goals. You know what I mean? But 10 years or less, I want to be there. That's where I want to be. I mean, it's what I'm working for. I want to celebrate our 20th anniversary and our 10th anniversary, is that what that would be? No, that's five years from now. My bad. Yeah. So hey, be, even five years. That would work for me. 10 years from now, we will have been together for 20 years, and we will have been together for... Oh, but mar- yeah. I was we like, will what? have been married for 15 years. Dang. Mm. Yeah. So by my before my 20th anniversary with you... I want to be an MMA fighter and <laughs> have a motorcycle that you give me. No. And- no. No. Those that was my 10 years ago goal for goals right now. When I was 19, I yeah. thought I was going to be an MMA fighter. That's yeah. cool. Yeah. <laughs> no, you train one and your friends I can train one. one. It's, very, it's pretty close. It's pretty close. Yeah. God knew what he was doing. So, yeah, strong tower, tower of drafts. Yeah, exactly. I'm just saying. Just saying. Draft gang baby. But no, I just think that that's where I want to end up. And I just think in 10 years, that's mm-hmm. where we're going to be. And anyone that wants to see us will see us. And anyone that we want to see will come see. Yeah. That's all that matters. Really? I'm not going to, you know, I've got, you know, like Kirsty doesn't want us to leave her behind and stuff like that. I'm like, girl, in 10 years. be old years, enough to come and visit ourselves. 30. Yeah. You think you're not going to be working and have a family and all that and not want to come down to Disney World to visit? Right. She'll at least come to visit, and she stay with us, and we can go to Disney all together. Like, and just imagine, like, all you do is a two-hour flight, man. Going out to dinner just because I know anywhere we want. Mm-hmm. Going to Epcot just to walk in circles as if it were the mall. Right. That is a dream. Yeah. Going to see the castle when I'm having a bad day. Yeah. Just to sit in front of it and cry myself. And I was telling someone the other day, get coffee there. I don't care. How was it? I want that for my life. And I have always, my entire life, been terrified of moving. Yeah. I have been terrified. I was scared to leave my parents' house. And I was getting married. Yeah. I was ter- I, I'm terrified of change. Mm-hmm. I always have been. But this one, I'm not afraid of. And it kind of happened for us at the same time. Because I've never really thought about moving out of Delaware until recently. Yeah. So. I... I know this with my whole heart. So I feel that's like it's, where I belong. yeah, it's something. But for me, it's not just Disney. Like that's a perk, you know, that's definitely a huge part of it. But for me, it's just like the whole atmosphere, mm-hmm. you know, of being down South, of being in that weather, of being, I don't know, away from the place that you grew up your whole life. Away from where... All the bad things in your life were and starting something new. Yeah. When bad new things adventure. happen, you'll have new bad things down there, right. but it'll be different. And right. it's just like, it's not like running from problems. It's just. No, it's not that at all. It's just like planting new roots. Yeah. You know? Like the roots here are just getting like tangled and going everywhere. So it's time to like cut them and then grow some new ones somewhere else. I know. That's just the way I feel. But but yeah, it's definitely not just because of Disney World. Even though we're Disney freaks. For me, it's Disney. But for you, it can be all the yeah, other things. It's the other things, too. I mean, I'll be happy about the weather. Yeah, even when it gets hot. Because mm-hmm. I'm com- really happy about I'll it. I'll complain about it. 
I don't have air conditioning. I'm You'll gonna right. miss wearing things like this, big baggy. It still gets you still get hoodie weather. I hope so because I need it. Yeah. All right, and the last question is: Would you rather be blind or deaf? Deaf. Why? Because I want to see the You'd world around see? me, and I am already trying to learn ASL. So. Hmm. I think I would pick that too. Signing is, I mean, it'd be hard not to listen to music, but I could learn to feel the vibrations just like anybody else. Yeah. It would be hard because I've been both. <laughs> when you have a bad seizure, sometimes I lose my hearing mm-hmm. and it's like, or it's just a long beep and you can't tell. And then also I've been blind during seizures and it's like, it's a panic mode. Like. Yeah. I think I would prefer to be deaf purely because the panic doesn't get as bad when I can't hear. It's like, okay. But when I can't see, it's like, oh God, what am I going to hit? And I know you learn those things and that's something you eventually have to do, but I I think I would rather be deaf. You know what I was thinking? Why is blind and deaf so uh, like... Stigmatized? No, it's just more... People are afraid of it. No. It's just more... You just see it happen more. I don't see it happen more. You know what I mean? More than, like, you can't taste or you can't touch. Like, why can't why can't you have people that are like, oh, he can't touch? You know what I'm saying? It's not a thing. Like, he can't feel when he touches stuff. You can't some feel... Some people can't... Some people really? do. It's called neuropathy. They oh, have, okay. like, numb... And they can't feel nothing? Numbness. So their hands are numb. So when you're numb, can you feel anything? Nah. Also think about paralysis. Yeah. People who can't feel anything. Quadriplegics can't feel anything with their arms and their legs. Right. Paraplegics can't feel with their legs or maybe their arms. You never know. Yeah. So that does happen. Taste, that could be a weird thing. Or you could have COVID. That's pretty much it. But Imagine as far not being as- able to taste your whole life. How do you eat stuff? Ask Kirsty. She just went through it for a few weeks. Yeah, but she, she barely ate, it. though. She barely ate. She hated it. Yeah. But imagine how clean you could eat because nothing would bother you. That's what I'm saying, because you won't eat for taste. I would just be eating whatever somebody told me to eat because I'd yeah. be like, yeah, sure. Broccoli, turkey, I'd eat it all. Yeah, avocado. Although, texture is a factor. But you wouldn't be able to taste but you could feel the texture. Oh, you could feel the texture. My brother yeah. doesn't eat bananas because of the texture. That's true. That's why a lot of people don't eat oatmeal and stuff. Yeah. So even though you couldn't ta- imagine not tasting oatmeal, but feeling it in your mouth. That's barf worthy, yeah. if you ask me. Imagine doing a challenge with no taste. Like, you can't taste. You crush it, though. Yeah. You'd be able to eat everything. Yeah, for real. Maybe that's what Fessy needs. He needs a no. bad case of COVID. He needs to just leave he- the show. Oh my god, I know. It's ridiculous. And we're not the only ones that think that. Kirsty and CJ said it, Nate said it. Oh, that dude, yeah. They were all like, oh my god, Fessy's the worst. <laughs> it's just ridiculous. Like, I've never seen someone so cocky for no reason. Yep. You have nothing to be cocky about, man. Nope. He's not even that good looking. No. He's got dents in his face and shit. He's got scarring from acne, probably, which is rude to say. He's got dents in his face. Oh, God. So rude. <laughs> no, I found him very attractive in the first season that he was on. And then you put more makeup on him. But then his attitude came out and it brought out... You know how they say oh, love yeah, is blind? Awful. Like, you think I'm the best looking thing you've ever seen. I know mm, that. Yeah. You don't have to tell anybody that. Yeah. I mean, that's dead serious. Mm-hmm. But I got all kinds of lumps and bumps and everything wrong. You know what I mean? I got... All this happening, something, you know, love is blind. Like, I don't notice the gap in your teeth and your crooked smile because I think that you're amazing. So that's, you know, that's what happens. You think someone's great until they open their mouth. And then all of a sudden all their flaws come out and you're like, ugh. Not me. No, but with you, when you open your mouth, it makes it better. Really? Yeah, because you have a good personality. But I've talked to a girl, like, when you when you first looked at her, you're like, oh my gosh. You know what I mean? Mm, I don't have that problem. But when she started talking, I was like, okay, I'm done. You know what I mean? Like, I, like her attractiveness, like, dropped. Like, 
plummeted. That's what I'm saying. You find me ridiculously attractive because you love my personality. But I'm really not that great. Like, I'm okay. Like, I got, my eyes are like, they're not best eyes award winning, but they're, you know. No, like mine with my redness right now. Yeah, stop scratching your eyes. It's not good. Allergies are bad. He does not have pink eye, everyone. It's just he can't stop scratching his face. You're so scratching. And yours is your right eye and so is mine. This eye hurts like hell. Yeah. I've been, I've tried to not to scratch it today. Well, you know what? Having allergies with these long ass eyelashes doesn't help me because they get stuck on each other and I have to like pick them, but well, then my eye starts to itch. I'm like, you know what I realized about your eyelashes? You mm-hmm. know how you always say they're supposed to keep dirt down, blah, blah. Yeah, they don't. Your eyelashes don't curl. I know. They go straight out. You have completely flat eyelashes. That's why they don't help you. Then what's the point of having them long? I've tried to cut them before and they suck. Oh God, why would you do that? They don't grow back. Yes, they do. No, they don't. Uh, yes, they do because I cut them before when I was younger. They do grow back. Maybe that's why they grew out so long and straight. Cause they were long and straight before them. because people were used to talk about how long they were. So I was like, I'm going to see what happens when I cut them. I have an eyelash curler. You should try using it. I probably should. It might but I don't help. like things near my eyes. That's the whole thing. Yeah, you could not survive with contacts. No, I couldn't. Although this morning I thought it was kind of funny you know how I always wake up with one eye? Yeah. This morning, I legit, like, you saw that. I could not open my eye. Yeah. That was stuck. That hurt. Yeah, that was weird. I was like, um, I really can't open your, and you're just laughing. I was like, no, no, really, like, I can't open my eye. Like, it's stuck. Mm-hmm. And it's been hurting, and I thought it was my contacts yesterday, but yeah. I think it's allergies. And I blame you because I never had allergies. Now Why do you blame gave, me? They're not contagious. I don't know. I think you gave me allergies. I never had allergies until I was an adult. I I didn't start getting them until I was like later in high school. It's so, it's such a bummer. Everybody would. I did fake allergies once though, to get out of running a mile on a track. No, I you pretended. Said the grass was giving you I allergies. pretended to sneeze the whole time and said I had oh to gosh. walk because I was. God, I've been fat and lazy my whole life. It's just so disgusting. So good. Let's end on that. <laughs> <laughs> No, it was funny though. I gotta admit, my fake yeah. sneezes were on point. I was like, I was like, <laughs> and then I was like, I really can't run. I was like, the fresh cut grass is killing me. And I had like the knock. I had the, yeah. it's killing me. I can't run. It's really bothering me. Yeah. And then she was like, oh, you can just walk. And I was like, thank you. And then you I can walked. just walk. You're still in it. Yeah, but I didn't have to run because. I just needed the time to sneeze and, and you know, whatever. I know oh, that. Because okay. regardless, you had to be out there the whole time anyway. Right. So it didn't matter. But we can end on that. I have big dreams of going to Disney and now I need to go, you know, like. Disney in Florida in the future. Journal about it or something. Write it down. Make it happen. Yeah. What do they say? Like, put it out in the universe. Put it out in the universe. That's why I say it all the time. Oh, yeah. I legitimately believe that if I just keep giving it to God, he's going to give it to me. Yep. He's going to let me have what is meant for me. If y'all lasted this long, <laughs> you know, and finished this thing, um, thank you. We appreciate the support and, you know, just keep listening and tuning in to the next ones that we got coming up. And this is Strong Tower Podcast. I'm Ben. This is my wife, Heather. We're out. Peace.